Blog Talk Radio. Stand by. Stand by. Please stand by. Okay, praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. I want to thank all of my listening audience who are listening to me. We are coming out of three channels. One, we're at www.livedeliverance.com. Hit the button. You're hearing us live on audio, but we are live. And here at at, uh, Facebook account here at LiveDeliverance.com, and on our blog talk room, air code 646-378-1857. We are starting off our final year of our telethon. We're moving into the last quarter, and I try to do my telethon because if you're going to let Christmas wipe people out and all this other stuff, (laughs) you just got to get ahead of that, and uh, the kingdom is first. And most people who really listen to this radio ministry are serious by God. We have the basics of a Christian a ministry here. Uh, Derek Prince taught the simple. I am a definite student of Derek Prince. Uh, I don't have this anointing. I have Brother Emmons anointing. And I try to bring the gospel as simple as possible to the believers. The gospel is meant to be simple. I really want to pour my heart out to everyone who is listening to me. This is an urgent message. I would like for you Christians, if I got one person, two persons, three persons, let someone know about www.livedeliverance.com. That's the only marketing tool that we have. The radio ministry, it it, it is a ministry that deals in the atmosphere. We deal in the heavens because there's war in heaven, the first, second, third heaven. The angel had to come and intercede to fight Daniel's prayer in Daniel 10. The king of Persia hold that thing down 21 days. I go through that here, but when I say that to people... If you're not spiritually minded, it just sounds something that you can't even imagine. Because we are a ministry that's dedicated to the spiritual things. We deal in the spiritual realm. We are 97.0% ministry of deliverance. 86.0% ministry of healing. That means we got a lot to grow. 97 ain't enough. We got, we had always growing. We deal with generational curses. We deal with all forms of witchcraft. These are things that is destroying born-again Christians, even as I speak. I have an article that the Pope and the Catholic churches is going to accept the gay marriage thing. 
these institutions are made by doctrines of demons and not really by the Lord himself. Christ is alive. And his word is very, very powerful. I come up against attacks even to get income all the time on this radio station. I have to fight in the heavens. I have to pray. I just can't get on here and 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 not pray against what's blocking this radio ministry. I got to come up against this stuff. We need your prayers. We want to grow live deliverance in that radio. We cannot afford a search engine. That's four hundred and twenty-seven dollars a month. I was getting close to pay one month for a search engine, and certain people stopped tithing, and boom. We are at war, and we need your prayers to propel in heaven so we can get some R&R back in the lines and some supply lines. We need we need to get a search engine for this radio ministry. Never in my life have I asked anybody for any money. I cannot let this ministry, I can't do it all, but let me say this here. The minute I settle my, my a case that I'm going to settle, I'm going to do this by myself with whoever get without. So I'm holding on. My day coming. My, my, I, I, it's my day coming in court to sell something that's old, that's due to me. And I'm going to get this search engine. But right now, I got to fight against the forces of darkness. See, when I get money, I put it into the kingdom. Uh, I, I, I have a 2014 TARS, 24 valve. A rebuilt engine, rebuilt transmission, air conditioned work, clean carpet, everything. Just need a paint job, and, and, and that's it. Because I use the money for the ministry, and I noticed that the devil, by me doing this ministry, the devil, Satan, has done everything he can to come up in this ministry to try to block what we're doing. In the Ministry of Deliverance, we're going to be teaching the basics of deliverance. I want to thank uh, my sister in the Lord who just came in from Canada. Thank you. The people who are in the uh, blog talk room are specific guests. We have Chaplain John Durden and my sister and some other people that I allowed to come in tonight. And we are doing a seminar on the Ministry of Deliverance. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, because God was with him, Acts 10.38. Lord, your word says if we confess our fault, that you are just and able to forgive us for all of our sins. We come and take this opportunity to ask you to forgive us for our sins that we may have committed upon you. Lord, we thank you that you have forgiven us and have now cast into the sea of forgiveness, Psalms 103, 11, and 12, Psalms 85, 2. And Lord, we thank you that there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, Romans 8, 1. And Lord, we thank you that you have given us scriptures that we must not look back with our sins. Genesis nineteen twenty six is thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. And we thank you for your mercy and your kindness, which your mercy and kindness endure from generations to generations. They are new every morning, Lamentations three seventeen through 26. We come up against every demonic principality in the airway, first, seventh, third heaven. We bind Arturus and Mazaroth and every demonic presence, any witches, warlocks. We rebuke you and go. Leave this room 
leave, go. Yet Michael the archangel, when contenting about the body of Moses, that's not bringing a red in accusation, but says, Satan, the Lord rebuke thee. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Jude 1, 9, 1, 10. Greater than he that is in the world, greater than he that is in me that is in the world. For I can do all things through Christ Jesus. I am a soldier of Christ, 2 Timothy 3, 2. I fear nothing but the Lord. For the word of God says, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Acts 1, 8. And I take the authority as an apostle and use this apostolic word for protection only, not for pride, for, for recognition, for to be covered by my master and savior, Jesus of Nazareth, as I teach this doctrine of deliverance and demonology. We ask that you protect the listening audience and open up their ear. We bind in this demonic spirits that will stop them from hearing God's word. For it is written, you should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen. Uh, there is a person who have headaches, someone having headaches. Uh, there, the Lord has also given me word of knowledge of some uh, people who can't sleep. There are some people worrying, also worrying. I'm hearing worrying and fear. After the broadcast, if that's you, please call 678-701-3733. Okay, this is for beginners. The ministry of deliverance, this is for people who have never know this. This is not for heavyweights. You've been with me 14, 15 years. No, this is not for Sister Durtons. You don't need this. This ain't for Evangelist Taylor. Not that they don't want to hear it, but this is for babies. This is the basics. Because a sister called me from Canada, and I'm doing this for her so that she can get a good foundation. Now, I want to say this here. In you, if you're going to learn the ministry of deliverance, it is best to learn it with the Bible. Make sure you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the evidence of speaking in tongues. You're going to have to need some power because the Lord has to reveal this to you. Now, be careful with who you listen to and learn about deliverance. That's another thing. Now, I'm going to tell you for the past 14 years who I listen to. And how I learned this. I started off in the Ministry of Deliverance back in 1986 when I worked for Eastern Airlines. And Pastor Wayne would do deliverance with Wynn Worley. And Wynn Worley was a big, heavyset white brother in the Lord. And the devil attacked him because of his health issues, but obesity. But he was anointed and he dealt with demons. So I, I saw it. And and then my first mission before I became an ordained minister, I was a messenger for Fellowship of Faith Church. And when I went to Jamaica, I saw witchcraft in operation. And I grew up around witchcraft. I'm a former Roman Catholic. I dealt with Catholicism demons. Uh, I've dealt with this, uh, seeing neighbors and relatives putting uh, love portions and curse spells on people. And even as a child, attacked by a demonic spirit, when a holiness woman prayed, she said, you're going to be a minister one day. Never forget that. And look at me now. So this is a very wonderful ministry. Uh, it is a ministry that is mistaught, miseducated. It's rejected. It is a rejected ministry. This ministry is a rejected ministry. Jesus was rejected. And Jesus says a lot of things uh, about this ministry that I would like to show you for what God has given me. 
So I want you to go through this journey. This is a teaching. We're going to be teaching uh, Tuesday and Wednesday for this sister, every Tuesday and Wednesday. And I, I want all of you to take notes and write this thing down for yourself. The first thing that I love to do is the way that the Lord taught me about the ministry of deliverance. And <laughs> I learned a lot being at the hospital as a hospital chaplain, and I would just listen to Dear Prince all day. And uh, it was it, it, it changed my life. So let me let me say this here: the ministry of deliverance. The, the, I went to a mall one time, and uh, I remember about about twelve years ago, me and Mrs. Durden, we went to the mall, and we had a hundred dollars we'd give out. And I said, "If are you a Christian? Sure, yes, I'm a Christian." I said, "What miracle did Jesus do? What made Jesus famous in his ministry?" throughout the earth what made his fame spread the bible said that his fame spread i love talking about the minister of deliverance i it gets so happy i'm home i'm home i'm home and so one lady told me water wine i said no that didn't make him famous you'd be surprised at what made jesus famous I'm going to read this to you. We'll start at Mark chapter 1, verse 22. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as they that had authority and not as the scribes. Now watch this. And there was in their synagogue, this is on a Saturday. This is why we don't do, I don't do Sunday services. There's nowhere in the Bible. Now, if you're going to do the ministry of deliverance, you better stay under the covenant of Scripture. You have to do everything according to Scripture because your anointing is more stronger. I obey God as much as I can. I make my mistakes. I'm under grace, but I'm consistent. And the Lord told me to change it to the Sabbath because Jesus never dealt with a demon on his Sunday. You cannot show it to me out the Bible. And the devil knows this. This is why he has created another Jesus with a lot of you Christians. It's a doctrine called another Jesus. Now, in order for me to explain you about this other Jesus, I got to be sure to you where it's at in the Bible. And this gospel has nothing to do with what we're about to teach about Jesus and him casting out demons. You won't hear that in this gospel. And in Second Corinthians 11 uh, four says, for if he that cometh preaching another Jesus, whom we have not preached, this is Paul saying that, or ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel. So anytime that a church organization leave out the ministry of deliverance, it leaves a gap in Christian information. This sister called me from Canada to say, I'm trying to learn deliverance. And she came, the Lord sent us to the right place because we're going to load her up with nothing but some Derek Prince, some Frank Hammond, some Wynn Worley. We're going to load her up with some Derek Prince. Tell her how to get the books on Derek Prince, how to cast out Derek Prince. That's a good foundation. Now, we see in... Mark one twenty two, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as scribes. And there was in their synagogue, that's on a Saturday, 
a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Now, the word cried out, that means that the demon in the man made him cry out. Well, Pastor Overton, why does that happen? Because the demon knows that the time and the hour of his departure is coming to a head. So he's going to put up a big old fuss. But he has to lead because of the authority in the name of Jesus. It's not the deliverance minister. It is the authority in the name of Jesus and the deliverance minister being a vessel unto honor, living a holy life as best he can, meditating day and night upon the word of the Lord. It takes time to get the anointing to do and be a good deliverance minister and even learn this. You're not going to do this in the physical flesh. It won't work. So demons cried out. When they do that, they know it's, it's, it's coming to an end. So I know when I do exorcisms, they're screaming loud. I, I, I know already this, this is it here because they got to go and they leave. Saying, let us, U.S., let us, more than one. In the Bible, you will always see confrontations with demons as one or more, deaf and dumb spirits legions which mean many let us they don't never operate as one they operate in gangs let us alone what have we to do with thee thou jesus of nazareth now do you know they can say that but they cannot add the whole thing on i said lord how come they can say that that's in acts 10 38 he said no it ain't and then the Lord showed me how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. He said, they didn't say that. I said, yes, Lord. He said, they, they have said it. Je they said, Jesus of Nazareth. But, but, but you have to introduce them as Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost as God sent them. Those demons know that. So even in the presence of God, they are that deceptive. And then it says, Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had tore him, T-O-R-N, this is a manifestation when demons are leaving people, they are violently doing things in their body. In order for you to have control over a situation that arises such as that type of form of manifestation, you need the gifts of discerning of the Holy Spirit, word of knowledge, and the gifts of wisdom. Because the Lord has to tell you how to command that thing to not harm that person's body. The best thing that I tell people that I've learned throughout my years of doing exorcisms is to cover a person and command the demons to not cause any problems. Do not harm them. See, God gave me a revelation to that. Do not tear him. I command you not to tear him. See, Jesus wrote the manual for us with this. And you will always learn deliverance by revelation, not by the natural. I can't even spell. I want everybody to know I can't spell a dime. But I can, my spirit can remember stuff. It just clicks. It's the spirit. To learn this is to learn this by the Spirit through the Holy Ghost. Amen. And when the unclean spirit had tore him, he cried with a loud voice. He came out. Now watch this. And they were all amazed, insomuch questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he, 
even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. And immediately, here it is, and immediately his fame spread aboard throughout all the regions around about Galilee. His fame spread because of that. Why is it that the church don't preach this? And this is in the Bible. The sick healed, demons cast out. Mark one twenty nine, and forthwith, when they will come out of the synagogue. Now wait a minute. We just saw synagogue here in the. Mark one twenty one, and they went into Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day, Saturday, Sabbath day, not Sunday, he entered into the synagogue and taught. Jesus was a teacher. Only one sermon that Jesus preached, Sermon on the Mount. That's it. People have to be taught this ministry. We see on the Sabbath day again, Jesus is doing the ministry of deliverance. And here we are on Sundays, and there ain't nobody doing no healing. You go to these Creflo Dollar, Eddie Long, Joe Osteen, uh, Kenneth Copeland, T.T. Jakes, Leroy Thompson, Benny Hinn. Uh, you're going to have to get in a $100,000 line just to get this dog to do a blow on you. And don't nothing happen. You don't have to pay for the anointing. Jesus paid the price, and God can heal, and God can cast out demons through his name. And forthwith, when they was come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother laid sick of a fever, and alone they tell him of her. Now, you know what? I was Roman Catholic. I, I asked a priest, but you said Peter was the first church and he wasn't married. Jesus laid hands on his uh Wife, but we don't recognize that. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. The Simon's wife, mother, lay sick of a fever, and Aaron, and they uh, heard of him. And he came and took her in hand and lifted up immediately. The fever left her and ministered unto her. And even when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, that sickness, and them that were possessed with devils. Disease and devils work together. The ministry of deliverance works with healing. If you are a deliverance minister, you should have the anointing to do healing. Like when I first started off, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing again, someone got, there's somebody have anxiety now. There's a, as a person uh, that can't sleep. Someone is worrying. That's healing me. They're getting the word of knowledge so they can get prayer to get healed. So these ministries work together. All right. Demons in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Three ways that a person can get delivered from evil spirits. I'm recapitulating. This is a basic deliverance training session i am not here to run a thousand miles i have a class in here and i have to do it two hours some of you may have heard this before this is the basics of the ministry of deliverance there are 
three ways that a, a Christian can get delivered from evil spirits. You, uh, well, four ways, really. Uh, uh, praise and worship. Praise and worship. In Psalms chapter 32, verse 7, it says, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Anointed music. If it's anointed, spirit-filled music, and it's hard to get now because you got Christians are calling crossover music where they're having lyrics for the world and then lyrics for the Christian, but the same background. The devil, because the devil's behind music. But you can get delivered from anointed music, such as First Samuel chapter 16, 23, and it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took a harp and played with his hands. So Saul was refreshed, and the evil spirit departed from him because what? Of the anointing of music. That's one way. The next way you can get delivered from uh, evil spirits is by reading the Bible. A lot of people don't read, believe that, but the Bible is, is a powerful weapon. Now, the word Bible, B-I-B-L-E, the word Bible, B-I-B-L-E, stands for Basic Instructions Before Leaving earth bible basic instructions before leaving earth the word of god is very powerful to show you its power when you're doing the ministry of deliverance as you speak the word something's happened Let me show you what I'm saying. When you read the word, evil spirits will depart from you. Here's why. You're reading the word on earth, but it's doing something in the heavens. This is why if you're having problems reading the Bible, you're under attack of the devil. You may have spiritual laziness there. You're inconsistent in reading the Bible. And there are demons that will pull you away from reading the Bible. The spirit of slumber, okay, spirit of misinformation, wrong timing, all kind of tricks, doorbell ring, oh, the devil can get busy. But there is something going on when you read the Bible on earth in the ministry of deliverance. Let me show you what I'm saying. I want you to get to your Bible to Matthew chapter 8. In Matthew chapter 8, and we're going to read verse 16. When the eve, Matthew chapter 8, verse 16 now, when the eve was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word. That was Jesus. He's the word. And healed all that were sick. So if you're in the ministry of deliverance, 
you have to also accept the ministry of healing because it's, they, they work together. This is the only ministry that has a twofold function that other ministries don't. This is the only ministry that exposes Satan and attacks the devil in the kingdom of darkness where other ministries don't. Now, look at this. Go to 1 John, verse 17. So as you read in the word, the Bible says many was getting delivered. Well, how can you be getting delivered when you're reading the word? Here's the answer right here in the Bible. The answer is in 1 John, chapter 5, verse 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Notice it didn't say Jesus. It said the Word. Jesus is the Word. In the beginning, 1 John chapter 1, was the Word. And the Word was with God, and God was the Word. And if you go down to First John, uh, John, First uh, John, John one, in the beginning, First John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's Jesus. If you go down to one twenty-six, you see the Holy Spirit. I mean, uh, uh, Jesus becoming the Word through the flesh. John 1, 14, and the word was made flesh. That's Jesus Christ. He came in the flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. So when you read the word of God, you can get delivered from evil spirits. And I read a lot because I'm constantly dealing with some form of demonology, something every day, because this is my ministry. Also, demonology is the study of deceit. Okay, demonology is the study of deceit. Let me say that to you. Now, another way you can get delivered from evil spirits is have faith. Faith can deliver you from demonic oppression and demonic spirits. Just faith alone. Uh, That's in Mark chapter 7, verse 29. 7. Let's go to Mark 7. 28. And Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it into these stones. And she said, and she answered and said, Yes unto him, Yes, Lord, yea, the dogs of the table eat of the children's crumb. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. How did the devil get out of this woman's daughter? He said, Jesus said, Your faith did it. Faith through who? Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth. They, demons hate Jesus of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who doing about who doing good, hitting all the oppressed of the devil. Acts 10, 38. Powerful. Go thy way. The devil is gone out of thy daughter. That's just by having faith. Now, the way you see people do, and I don't deal with Bob Larson. If you ever heard of him, stay away from him. I started off with him. I used to represent him in the state of Georgia. Bob Larson Ministries, they believe in having altars. There's no such thing as casting out an altar. If you're hearing any type of doctrine of that, they number doctrines of devils. 
In First Thessalonians five twenty three, the Bible says you have a body, mind, soul, and spirit. Ain't no such thing as an altar. So don't believe that. The next way you can get deliverance is an exorcism through a, per- a, a person. And we see here that Jesus uh, only just said one word. I've done this with the leading of the Holy Spirit. Jesus had both of them, and he was experienced with this. Look at, look at this now. Devils cast out. Devils, D-E-V-I-L-S, more than one. Matthew 5, 28. And when he, when he was come to the other side into the country of the Gagashinists, there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no man might pass by the way. Extremely fierce, I mean strong. Uh, tombs coming out the tombs, the spirit of death, spirit of narcomancy, uh, black magic, anything within dark represent death and tombs are associated with uh, narcomancy. And beheld, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? And there were a good way off from them, and heard of many swine feeding. So the devils besought him, saying, If thou cast us, suffer us to go into the herd of the, of the swine. Now watch what Jesus said. And he said to them, Go. So that's a deliverance with a human being. That's a person that said, Come out in the name of Jesus. Jesus just said, Go. So if you go through the deliverance with me, it said, Come out. Now let me let just know you something. If you don't have no anointing, I would advise you to stay out this ministry. You have to take your time and learn the ministry of deliverance. Yes, Jesus said, in my name, you shall cast out devils. But you got to have the arm of God on. You have to be. A, a, you have to believe. Casting out demons is a miracle ministry. We're going to show that all to you, but we have a lot to cover. So let me give this here to you. Uh, Acts chapter 19, please. Turn to Acts chapter 19. Now, if you don't know what you're doing, this is the chapter that will make sure that you know what you're doing when you're dealing with demons. This is why God put it in the Bible. It's a good illustration for people who are learning this ministry. You know, the Lord showed me how to train people on a basic level because that's how the Holy Spirit trained me. Pastor Wayne was very simple when he was teaching deliverance. Deliverance is not hard. The Lord will give it to you. Stay into the, the Bible. Read the Bible. Listen to what the word says. I'm going to have some Derek Prince teachings uh, tonight. Listen to the sermons that I have by different spirits that we're going to be dealing with. We're going to be dealing with the spirits of King Solomon tonight as soon as I get off air. That's at Live Deliverance at www.livedeliverance.com. And that's out of Jewish uh, contents of the book of Joshua. Now let's look at a person who's not qualified to deal with demons. You, you you know, everybody just can't do this. Yes, you believe in Jesus. Make sure that you got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues, that you're very well rounded with the scriptures. So if the enemy try to pull something on you, you'll you know. They know you. They know you. They'll know you if you have the anointing. So if you really want to find out, try this out. <laughs> you know, I, I've seen a lot of men get messed up. I've seen one thrown out the window. Let's go to Acts chapter 19, verse 13. Acts chapter 19, verse 13. Acts chapter 19, verse 13. 
Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Lord Jesus saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. Not by their authority, but they're trying to use another person's authority. And this is how you piss demons off. If you don't have any authority with them, you need to leave them alone. Because you'll piss them off. And this is what will happen if you piss them off. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and a chief of the priests which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Now, what's the key to be a good deliverance ministry? Make sure that they know that you know Jesus. That means you got to live a holy life. you got to read the Bible. Let me tell you what I do every day. I get up and I pray in spirit. I thank the Lord for the day. I brush my teeth. I go to work. I do exercise. I go exercise night at 11 o'clock. I've been doing this since 8 o'clock this morning. I stay in the Word. I go to sleep, listen to Derek Prince all night, all day, Derek Prince. I'm reading the Word. I'm back reading the Word. I'm exercising. I'm praying in tongues. I'm in the mall. I'm praying in tongues. I'm in the car. I'm praying in tongues. I'm walking in the Spirit. That's what I do. You, you have to earn the anointing, man, and stay humble. God's not giving this to anybody. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. So know what you're doing when you're dealing with demons. Amen. All right, the first recorded miracle of Jesus is in when he uh, cast out demons, which is in the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 23 through uh, 26. What does demons do to a human being? Demons love to entice. Demons love to entice. What does demons do to people? Demons love to entice. Turn to the book of James, chapter 1, and we're going to read uh, verse 14. Again, the book of James, the 1. Verse 14, what does demons like to do to people? They like to entice you. They are that dirty and that low down. Low down like a dirty dog. They don't care nothing about you or me. When Jesus said that the thief was to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10, 10, the devil is very powerful, brothers and sisters. You have power over him if you would submit to God, stay under his armor, protect yourself, be obedient. The devil can't defeat you. But look what they do to you. Let's go to James 1.14. Here's what they try to do to human beings. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. That's the human being. Watch this conjunction. 
and enticed. Those are demons. They love to entice you. They love to entice you. Now, Jesus and the blueprint of learning the ministry of Jesus is to copy after Jesus, and that's just all what I did. I didn't read a whole lot of books, a lot of Derek Prince, but I, I learned the scriptures. The scriptures, the pathway to the ministry of deliverance. Do you know that you have pastors preaching? Jesus never told a pastor to preach and stop. T.D. Jakes, this is for you. Y'all tell T.D. Jakes, send this to T.D. Jakes, somebody. Send, send this to T.D. Jakes for me. And send this to Joel Osteen. Mark chapter 1, verse 39. And he preached in their synagogues. That goes Saturday for the third time. The Sabbath, Shabbat. Throughout all of Galilee and cast out devils. He preached and cast out devils. If you see a pastor preaching, you better let him know what happened to the and. <laughs> uh, put him out of that church. He lost his mind. Symptom in a hospital. That's the mindset of these pastors. They don't want to deal with this. Take a lot of work dealing with the ministry of deliverance. I have to say this. Jesus Christ never commissioned any of his apostles without ordaining them to cast out demons. Did you know that? And all these so-called apostles that we have today I don't even like being called apostle. Apostle means sent one. I'm just sent to do radio. I'll use it under the authority of dealing with a demon. But I don't use it for the, the, the glory of that man. It, look, to be an apostle, you have to suffer. That's a different subject. Demons can run rampant in a church if the pastor don't have no clue of casting out devils. But yet he say he's ordained. Now, which, wait a minute now. The Bible tells me the right way to ordain a person. This is how Jesus ordained it. Now, I'm saying this so you can compare to your church, every church you've been to. How about the Sunday and the Saturday thing here? It's Sabbath. It's not Sunday. Jesus didn't do none of this on no Sunday. This is King James Bible. This ain't, not, this ain't I know I'm, I'm not no Seventh-day Adventist. I'm a Christian. When Jesus ordained his 12, he commissioned them to do something. And we see here in the 23rd, 2023, I don't even see the ordination path with these pastors have in modern-day society. We need to go back to the drawing board and see how Jesus formed the church and follow the patterns of the Bible, and then the kingdom of God can come. In Mark chapter 3, verse 13, and he goeth up into a mountain and calleth unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. And he ordained twelve they should be with him 
and that he might send them forth to preach. That's number one. And to have power to heal sickness. That's number two. We don't see that in the church. You've been going to church on Sunday. Y'all see y'all pastor have any power to heal anything? Huh? <laughs> and to cast out devils. Heal sick. Preach the gospel and cast out devils. And if you're in a church that's not doing what Jesus did, it's not biblical. And you're going to still say that because you like the music. <laughs> you better get up out of there as fast as you can. Because churches don't have a, a deliverance ministry, always have problems with competition and different spirits go after each other. Okay, another way that demons can attack the Christian believer is through your mind and your thoughts. That's where they like to go. Through your thoughts, through that mind. Oh boy. Ezekiel thirty eight ten and thou shalt think an evil thought and it'll get you messed up. That's right. Ezekiel thirty eight ten, King James Version. Let's go there. Ezekiel thirty eight verse ten, King James Version. All right, let's go on to do this thing here. King James Version, Ezekiel 38.10, Thus says the Lord God, It shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. Anytime an evil thought is suggested to your soul, you are under demonic attack. Your mind tell you, go do this, go do this. The Bible says the sons of God led by the spirit of God, not by your mind, your emotion. And what you have to do to do that is to cast down imagination and put the armor, the, the helmet of salvation on your head and, and, and learn how to fight those thoughts off because they're not of God. Say, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, go away. The Lord ain't going to give you no vision of you having sex with some man in your sleep. Those are demons doing that. The Lord ain't gonna give you no vision of how to kill your wife or cut her head off. That's not that's that's another that's on the other side. There are two kingdoms, Matthew twelve twenty six and twelve twenty eight. And when you have these types of thoughts coming, it opens up a door to demons. And the Bible tells us. In 2 Corinthians 10.3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. In the ministry of deliverance, you're not warned after the flesh, although the flesh can cause problems for certain people. But it's the demon in them that you've got to deal with. That You can't cast out a person's flesh. You have to crucify it. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not do war after the flesh. See, everything we do is a spiritual world, brothers and sisters. So it is very imperative and important that you understand the ministry of deliverance. It'll take a time, but you'll get there. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, and every high thing that is all itself up against the knowledge of God and bringing to captivity every thought. Bring that thing into every thought. Say, no. 
Go away from me, Satan, in the name of Jesus, this old evil thought. Those are spirits trying to attack you. Okay. Jesus began casting out demons and he ended like that. He never sent people out to evangelize and equipping them without dealing with evil spirits. The first authority given, power over unclean spirits and to cast them out. He gave all of us that power. That's in Matthew 10.1. Power over unclean spirits to cast them out. Matthew 10.1. Instructions was to preach, but don't just say it. We have to demonstrate it. O Theophilus, how Jesus began both to do and teach, Acts 1.1. You have to see a minister dealing with it and operating in it in order for them to see it because the ministry of deliverance are unseen forces colliding in the natural. That's manifesting and you can see it. These are two spiritual kingdoms. The ministry of deliverance is, is the backbone to spiritual warfare. You are on the front line for Christ Jesus. You are a hardened soldier. You will not give up. You are not going to surrender. If you say you quit more than five times, you're not qualified to be on the front line. Go back into the rear. This is for hardened soldiers because the minute you get into this ministry, you better learn how to love fasting. You need to eat the word. Be careful who you're around. Watch certain movies. Don't open up any doors. Make sure that you're a cleansed vessel. For the Lord, and I guarantee you, He will feed you, and He's going to give you a lot of grace because you're going to need grace in this ministry because you make many mistakes. I'm going to be giving testimonies about all of that. Amen. Okay, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Jesus sent out seventy others in the book of Luke, chapter ten, verse one, and ten, verse seventeen. Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Demons are subject to born-again Christians in the name of Jesus. Again, demons are subject to the born-again Christian. Demons are subject to the born-again Christian. You have, they have to obey you if Jesus lives in you. Don't never do deliverance unless you confess your sins. Confess your sins before you do any deliverance. Stay in the Word to be a good deliverance minister where you can hear the Holy Spirit. You need gifts also. We're going to study about that later. I can't do all of it in one night, but I'm just going to start off with the basics right now. Jesus had a great commission about this ministry. And notice that before he left the earth, what's the most important thing he recognized was the ministry of deliverance. Let's go to Mark chapter 16 and verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. That's the first thing he said on the way going to heaven. The first. He made that the number one agenda to get that out. They shall speak with new tongues is second. What do we have now in the, in the church today? 
we got more people speaking in tongues and none casting out demons. It's the opposite. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. That's coming up against high principalities. When you see the words serpent, scorpion, these are principalities. They represent something that can sting. And evil spirits can definitely bring a sting without Christ. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And this means if someone's in the missionary fields uh, doing deliverance and someone tries to pardon them, it ain't going to happen. Because God won't let that happen if you're under the covering as a deliverance minister. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. A good deliverance minister has also the ministry of healing. And Jesus said that he put healing and deliverance. He started with deliverance and then he ended with deliverance because he added healing and deliverance works together just as well as Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good, healing all, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, oppression by sickness, oppression by the spirit. He said it here in Acts 16, 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. That's one. At the end, he's going to add that on to it. Watch this. Go to verse 18. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick. Watch this. And they shall recover. So he ended it with healing. His last words, and his first words before he lived and leave the earth, he started off with the minister of deliverance. Isn't that powerful? And these signs shall follow them that believe. Number one, in my name shall they cast out devils. That was the number one. Number two became speaking in tongues. So casting out demons is very important. And then when he left, he said this. They shall take up serpents, and they shall drink any deadly thing, and they shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, if you're doing this type of ministry right, the Lord will work with you. Okay, there's evidence to show that in the Bible. He's, he works with deliverance ministries. I do deliverance on Saturday, the Sabbath. I was a, a Sunday worship. God got me out of that when I went to Israel. And it's easier to do a deliverance on a Saturday. It's easy. I can hear the Lord. Lots of word of knowledge flow. This is Shabbat, the Sabbath. And God really changed me with that, and it's effective. Then he says, so then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received into heaven and set on the right hand of God. Now watch this. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. In this ministry... Signs will follow you. The word of knowledge, it will follow you. Jesus sent out 70 others in Luke chapter 10, verse 1, and also Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Even the demons are subject unto us in your name. They're only subject to Jesus, not you. You'll be a son of Sceva, Acts nineteen thirteen. He says, preach the gospel to every creature. He signs to follow those who believe. Cast out demons is the first instruction. Then speaking in tongues is the second. Then laying hands on the sick is the fifth instruction. Even Jesus was accused of being aligned with the devil. There are two kingdoms. 
Matthew 12, 26 and 12, 28, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of devil. The deliverance ministry is a clash between those two kingdoms. The deliverance ministry is a clash with the kingdom of darkness. The deliverance ministry should adhere to scriptures and scripture only, not to no doctrine of the Baptist Church, Catholic, Arian, Pope, the Third Baptist, Presbyterian, the word of God. Strictly word. Word, word, word. Word, word. That's what we need. Demons are personalities that have spirits without bodies. You're dealing with a personality that does not have a body. And what demons want to do is to torment you, keep you from knowing who Christ is, keep you from serving the Lord effectively with distractions. He likes to work on the flesh, the carnal nature of your flesh that you inherit from Abraham that must be crucified. He likes to condemn you through your sin to make you feel bad over and over and over and over. The purpose of him doing that is to make you backslide and leave the Lord. The Bible says the righteous shall fall seven times and get back up. If any of you who get involved in fortune telling, that's the spirit of divination, you have to renounce that. All forms of fortune telling, Ouija boards, automatic crystal handwriting analysis, tarot cards, zodiac signs. A lot of Christians are involved with that. That is against scripture. That's against God. God doesn't want that. Um, if you open up doors uh, to uh, certain things in your house that can also bring demons like cursed objects, oonks, upside-down crosses, skull and bones, demonic figures. Don't put that stuff in your house. Behind every negative emotion, behind every negative emotion, there's a corresponding demon trying to get you to fall into sin. Demons love pride. They want you to rebel against God. They don't want you to listen to the deliverance minister. They want to fight. They want to fight what's truth. Demons do not want you to have any understanding of the minister of deliverance. They'll do anything they can to keep you away from me. They do not, and they will not, accept this ministry. Neither will we accept them in our presence also. They don't like us, and we don't like them. I win, they lose. Also, demons can operate in the mind, unbelief, doubt, compromising, forgetfulness, confusion, torment. They need a tongue to curse yourself. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18:21. Demons would love for you to curse yourself. How you doing? I guess I'll make it. How you doing? I, I'm, 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 I'm all right. Ain't no blessings to none of that. They will let you hurt yourself. Demons are good in deception. The study of demons is the study of deceit. Remember that. The study of demons are the study of deceit. Amen. Now, to learn this ministry, you need to understand that when you cast out demons, it is a miracle ministry. Okay? Demons, casting out demons is a miracle ministry. Let me say this again. I'm going to show you in the Bible. Casting out 
demons is a miracle ministry. Let's go with Mark chapter 9, verse 38 and 39. Casting out demons is a miracle ministry. Casting out demons is a miracle ministry. Mark chapter 9, and we're going to go to verse 38 and 39. And John answered him, saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed not us. And we forbid him because he followed. So what John was telling Jesus was, hey, there's somebody casting demons out in your name, but he's not with the, uh, us 12 you pick. He saw that and believed. That's how powerful this ministry is. Look what Jesus says about this false accusation against this man, because John did not understand the ministry of deliverance during the time when he was walking with his earthly master. But he did get it. And John answered him saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed not us, and we forbid him because he followed not us. Well, let's do what Jesus says. But Jesus says, forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can likely speak evil of me. Casting out demons is the miracle ministry. It is a miracle ministry. It is also solidified in the text of 1 Corinthians Chapter 12, verse 22, Dr. Leroy Geeson, good evening. Dr. R.B. Monroe, good evening. Dr. Butler, good evening. First Corinthians 12, 28, Dr. Hawkins, good evening. First Corinthians 12, 28, uh, and First Corinthians twelve twenty eight, and God has set some in the church first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles. It is part of the gifts in the body of Christ. It is a miracle ministry. I showed you the scriptures right out of the Bible. It is a miracle ministry. In this ministry, the Lord will give you a lot of grace because you have to learn it. And you need to be around somebody. You need to set up under deliverance minister. If you're going to learn this, set up somebody who knows this. And I, and I don't like teaching people and they're way over some church. I, I need to find out your doctrine. What, what are you over there learning? Because if it's contrary to what I'm going to do, it's going to mix. Light and dark don't mix. And I know there's a lot of people, they learn deliverance here, and they go right back to the church. They don't even speak in tongues. They don't even cast out demons. And they lose it because they ain't being fed. So you need grace, and the Lord will give us grace in time of need, uh, of need. Also, a lot of this is done by revelation. The Lord will have to give you a revelation on a particular spirit. In Ephesians 3.3, 3, it says, How that by revelation he made us known unto the mysteries, as I wrote 
uh, for you a few things. What is revelation? It is a secret. And the Lord will reveal these secrets to you as you get close to him by fasting and by praying, by meditating day and night. You've got to get God's attention. Doing it one or two days ain't going to get to God's attention. You know, when you don't feel like doing it, no, you've got to do it. Let's turn to Romans chapter 16, verse 25. Romans 16, 25. 16, verse 25. Now to him that is a power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, watch this, according to the revelation of the mysteries which was kept secret since the world began. The Lord will have to open up the revelation for your particular package to give you for training as a deliverance minister. Because each deliverance minister has a different package, but packed with the same scripture, but a different format in this ministry. I've seen pastors use the word of God more, speak in tongues, use the scripture, do, and it works. This is why I say take no script. That's to keep the devil. The devil don't know what's going on. So when you're doing a, a deliverance, the devil knows he's going to come out. He know that. But what he's banking on is that you get scared. You're in the growl and stuff. You, I quit. Yeah, right. I heard something moving my house. I said, you better get on the body. And I went to work on him. Don't come up in here. I ain't scared of him. I deal with him every day. All right. Revelation. What is this? Why am I telling this to you? Because revelation is revealing something of disclosure. It is a striking disclosure as a something not before realized. When God gives you a revelation on these spirits, believe me, you will grow. A lot of you also need to see it being in operation. You have to see this being activated. You know, come into the blog talk room. I'm going to have a, a deliver session open. And just listen, learn, be around it, see it being activated. Romans 1.11, for I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. Now, one, two gifts that you really need to be a good deliverance minister. Let me say this here. You need some gifts, okay? And let me show you the gifts that you need. Because as the Lord gives you revelation to the demon, then you're going to get a word of knowledge about that person's past. The Bible says in Proverbs 26, 2, that a curse does not come without a cause. You give a demon legal entrance through your life. How's that? Willful sin. Not only that, sometimes that sin that's dwell in you has passed on from generation to generation because the Lamentations 5, 7 says, our fathers have sinned and you bore their iniquities. So this is how the devil keeps sickness in the bloodline of people. This is why the ministry of deliverance and healing coexists as one. Because when the deliverance minister find out that there's diabetes in that bloodline, he has to establish himself with the word of knowledge and implement what the Holy Spirit has given him instructions on that particular body because God knows the DNA that's in the computer in heaven. There are computers that's in heaven, way much more bigger than these. They go. Don't ask me how they run. Don't ask me how they run. 
and God can work that thing out. Now, people have to see it being impartated upon a person, and, and, and that's the problem that people don't see this. And everybody teaching deliverance, you better be very careful because if it's not done by Scripture, it ain't done at all. Now, I'm going to show you something of how powerful that the deliverance ministry is. This is a very powerful, powerful ministry. In the book of Joshua, chapter 10, verse 12, the Bible says, Then spoke Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered upon the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said unto the uh, sites of Israel, Son, S-U-N, the son now, Son, stand still upon Gideon and thy moon in the valley of Ajion. The sun stood still while the Lord was delivering the children of Israel. It stood still for deliverance. That's how powerful this ministry is. Deliverance moves obstacles of evil out of the human life so you can partake upon the peace of Christ. It's a nasty job, garbage collector. You need them to collecting demons. Garbage. Humbleness is the best way to be a good deliverance minister. Humbleness and meekness and study the word. Fasting. I fasted three days. I fasted Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three years. And I'm working back on a fasting longer days now. Now, in Joshua 10, 13, it says, And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had engaged themselves Upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Joshua? That the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and has not to go down about a whole day? Also in Isaiah 60, 60 verse 20 it says, The sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thy everlasting light, and the days of the morning shall be ended. That's because of Jesus now. Now, your names are written in heaven if you cast out demons. When you cast out demons, it's good to do it with two people. He sends two out by two, as we read in Luke 10, 1. Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 1. The book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 1, King James Version. And these things are all appointed over 70 and sent them two and two, two and two. More strict with that. Why? Because where two or more gathered together, that therefore that I am in the midst. Matthew 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22. He's in the midst with two. So I always have a sister. Usually when I'm dealing with women, I have Sister Durden. Or when I'm dealing with women, I have advantage Janet Taylor. Even with certain men, uh, I would have to, based on the demonic spirit in the person. The Lord may tell me to do it with one person, may do it with two. You obey the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're going to ask God questions, you ain't going to be a good deliverance minister. You have to be a zombie. Just follow his spirit, not your mind. Jesus sent two out by two. Amen. Now, when you cast out demons on earth, it affects the heavens. That's right, because don't forget that the word bears record in heaven. Don't forget we told you that now. 
So it affects the heavens. When you cast out demons, that word affects the heavens. It's a war going on. God knows. The Lord says, shake the heavens. Let them know y'all fighting down here. We got work to do. You got this, uh, United States is fading into a dictatorship. We got an idiot, and Christians are buying this Donald Trump stuff. These are demons in this country. You got an antichrist messiah spirit. It's coming up against Israel. Murder, inflation. The devil is working. We can hold the kingdom back. We can create an environment for Christians to walk back against the forces of darkness by understanding this ministry. To show you how important it is before we leave, because I'm going to open up for questions and answers, I would like for you to turn to Luke chapter 10, verse 17. And then I'm going to open it up for questions and answers. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. 10, verse 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as, fall, as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. If a deliverance minister is getting hurt, he's doing something wrong. Now watch this. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. This is a powerful ministry. Now, if you're not humble, you're not going to make it in this ministry. If you don't want to suffer, you're not going to make it in this ministry. God's going to break you and make you humble so that when you come under verbal attacks with people, you don't take it personal. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. Please sow a seed. For those who are in the room, people ask me how much it is. I don't like to put a price on the Bible because Jesus said you're bought with a price. But I will say, uh, I told those who listen, if you want to give something small, whatever God moved on your heart, we were taking it. We don't get that much off that much. But I tell you, we survived. And God keep us on air. So uh, the people who are in the training, I'm not trying to get $500 out of nobody. It's, it, I, I'm not that type of pastor. I'm not in this for money. I'm, all we're trying to do is to get a, we need to get a drive where we can, a search engine. And that's a lot of money. But whatever you give, we appreciate it. I am waiting to get a settlement for my disability, and I'm going to drop every dime in it on this radio station. And the devil really try to block people from giving to this radio ministry. People say they will, they won't. But I do it as unto the Lord. I don't do it for people. Whatever you do, do it wholly as unto the Lord, not not to man. Colossians 3.17, and the Lord will bless you. Amen. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com. We have a 24-hour-a-day internet radio station. We're about to go into the blog talk room. Before I go into the blog talk room with our guests, for those who are not joining us in the blog talk room, which is 646-378-1857, please listen to this announcement and you can depart your way and go back to www.livedeliveranceinternetradio. Thanks to Sow Seed. We appreciate your offerings and whatever you can. If you want to be a member here, please do so. Membership includes personal deliverance once a week, counseling with the deliverance, 
Growing You Up in the Lord, one-on-one sessions such as this for private sessions where we teach members. If you want to become a member, not only that, you'll get MP3 files, teachings, and everything we got, we'll lay it on you. If we don't lay it on you, we'll send it to you by fax and give you all the informational files and everything that we have available for this ministry for you to grow. You can do so that by sowing a seed at www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left hand of the icon. There's a secure PayPal icon site there. Hit that button and sow a seed to keep us on the air so we can fight the works of darkness. God bless you. Come join us at the blog talk, 646-378-1857. Jesus is Lord. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalms 122, verse 6. Shalom. Stand by those who are in the room. Please stand by. Those who listen to www.livedeliverance.net radio, we're going back with Derek Prince, Witchcraft in Disguise. Okay, praise God. Thank those who are listening to me here at our blog talk uh, room. We're going to open this thing up for some questions and answers. But before we do that, we got to have a song. We got to introduce Brother Jermaine Edwards to our audience in Canada. pray that you'll be blessed with the teachings that we have here from Jermaine Edwards. He's a wonderful musician. He brings the word out of Spanish town, Jamaica. And then we're going to open up the question and answer room as soon as the song is over. Jermaine Edwards.
Praise God. Air code 818. Good evening. Hello? 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 Air code 818? Yes, yes. Hi, Pastor Overton. Hello, my sister. How you doing? How are you? I'm good. My husband's on the line, too. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was wonderful, and I did take notes. Okay, okay. How can I help you? Any questions? Anything he needs me to ask me, or what's going on? Um, Okay, so his name is Deep. I'm going to put him on the phone so he can speak to you directly. Okay. Hello, Pastor. Hello, my brother. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, just uh, asking for a prayer, actually. had a really bad headaches for the uh, last two, three weeks. Did you hear me when the Lord told me that somebody had headaches? Yes, I did. And you know that was you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was you. The Lord told me somebody out there had headaches. Okay. Uh, let me ask you a question. Are you a born-again Christian? Yes. I would like to set up an appointment. I'm going to say a prayer over you. Uh, and if your wife wants to do get some deliverance, I'll have a female uh, to be in the presence of her, and i have an assistant with me to you. And I will go over prayer with you. I would like for me and you to sit down and talk where we can get the root of the problem. See, do you feel that you need any deliverance? Are, you, are there anything that's hindering your walk with the Lord? Uh, I need a deliverance, yes. Okay, hang on. Let me write this down. I think this is to be personal. I don't do this on public TV, none of that. This is private. Hang on. Let me get a pen and sign you up for a deliverance this weekend. I have to get a hold of my assistant, Apostle Candace Durden. Hang on, sir. Let me get a pen. Okay. Ma'am? Hello? Sir, what's, what's, what's your first name? Hi, Pastor Overton. My first name is Randy. Yeah. How do you spell your first name? R-A-N. Okay. D-E-E-P. Okay. And... Randy. Your last name. Okay. R-A-N-A. Okay. Yes, yeah, same number. Is this the same number? Okay, I, I won't say it out loud. I see the same number. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get a hold to you. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I'm going to try to call. I'm going to call you Thursday and let you know the appointment. Would you be available for uh, Friday? Yeah. Friday. Okay. Friday, uh, what time, Pastor Overton? Uh, 8 o'clock. 8 p.m.? Okay, that's fine. Okay, 8 o'clock. And, ma'am, I'll have some deliveries for you at 9 o'clock. Your, your, your husband first. I have okay. a female with me on both. She's been with me for 14 years. We do it personal. We don't do it on the phone. We don't do it in the public. Okay. Uh, we, okay. we do it. When I do have mass deliverances, that's open for anybody, but... 
by you learning under me and stuff, I kind of do it a different way. So I'm going to call both of you back Thursday. Okay. To give you the poem and make sure that the, that Friday would be available uh, with me and Sister Derrick. Okay. But I'm going to pray for this headache. Uh, Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. We take authority over this headache. Lord, I thank you for the word of knowledge that told me that someone out there that had a headache. You get the glory for the word of knowledge. I'm just an errand boy. I can be replaced. I'm nothing. You are the Son of God. We declare and believe in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, that this headache leave him. If you're a demonic spirit, get out of his body right now and go. Get out of him. Get away from him. Jesus has purchased him with the price of his blood. By the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, headaches. The Lord Jesus commands you to go and to leave. Go now. Go. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Can I ask both of you some questions? Did you guys, did you learn something? Oh, yes. Uh, and like I said before, Pastor Overton, when I spoke to you, I, I'm i a baby in this, and I took notes on this for sure because this is all new knowledge to me. But I was writing down yes. the verses and the notes you were saying, and I learned quite a bit. I'm going to send you the MP3 file in the morning awesome. with my technician, and I'm going to send you a lot of my MP3s on the Ministry of Deliverance so you can listen to them at home. Did your husband learn anything, or did he learn anything? Yes, I did. I did. And okay, she good. Did. On the notes, I, I will uh, work it out on that. I will review it. Yes, that's good. Well, I want you guys to come in here every Tuesday night is for you guys and other people who are learning. Every Tuesday, come in the room to be taught. Okay. I'll call you okay. uh, Thursday and to remind you and give you the proper time for Friday. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. God bless both of you. God bless you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting both of you. May the blessings of Christ Jesus of Nazareth be upon you. Same here. Same Thank here. you. Thank and you. Pastor Overton, is there a Zell account? For you, Zell? No, no, ma'am. I only have, uh, I got GoFundMe on my site. Okay. And I, I have PayPal. Uh, to make a donation, you would have to go to www.livedeliverance.com. Okay. I, I saw the button at the bottom, so that's the way. Okay. That's it, at the bottom. That's right. And uh, tomorrow, look for some emails with a lot of uh, teachings, uh, with, with some emails of some deliverance with a lot of teaching. I'm, I'm going to shoot that to you probably tomorrow when I reach my technician out of Finland. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. I'm going to you your, I'm stack you and your husband with a load you of some Derek Prince. <laughs> Can't wait. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Got all right, God bless. Thank, Thank you. Praise Thank God. The power.
Brother John? Yeah, Brother John. Doesn't say, uh, Reverend Overton, I heard Pastor Overton say that there was someone with a headache, and dog, the person was on the phone said that was them. Is that really real? Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, goes that man on was in, in Canada. Yeah, that's you. that goes on in non-denominational churches. You know, there's a lot of churches around here now talking about there's no such tongue as cease and, and all this other kind of junk, man. And God said, you, I want you. And he got a high school degree and got... Wait a minute uh, now. Reverend Durden, I heard the man say, he said he heard me. He, did you hear Brother John when the Lord gave word not somebody out there had a headache? Yeah, I see it all the time. No, did you hear it on the thing tonight? The man said that was him. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Doctor Watson said that was set up, but uh, oh Lord have mercy! Here we go again. That's how come they don't know nothing. They don't believe nothing, and the devil put the thoughts in the head. Tell me, it can't. He uneducated. He couldn't do that. He didn't do that, and they're gonna stay in the darkness forever until the day they die. You saw written. You saw proof. You heard the proof to them tonight. Don't come back with that. Well, he just got a high school diploma. Yeah, he got one high school diploma in some in a quarter of college. But God says, I do not want God. God called him out. He said, I want you to fast three years, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He did. He told me about it. He came and lived and worked in the hospital with me because um, I saw him and I met him because he was trying to commit suicide. And Lord led us together, and, and then he rededicated his life to the Lord. And he came and sat in my hospital. For three years, and you know what? He fasted Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And God said, John, I said, yes, Lord, go buy him a Bible. I went to the Bible store, got the Bible, gave it to him, and I do read that Bible from 9 in the morning to 5 when we get off. He did it and then fasted for three days. God honored him. And I know several other ministers here in Atlanta, Georgia, who can do the same thing because they don't smoke no cigarettes, they don't lie, they don't cheat on their wives, they don't masturbate. They don't do nothing. Them guys are sold out, man. I've seen it. And, and these guys got high school diplomas and can make the average theologian here in Atlanta look stupid. God teaching more delivers ministry. And I see now what God doing now. I see a lot of ministers losing their, losing their jobs now. But God said, you're not doing what I want you to do. I call you to lay hands on the sick to be healed and so forth. I didn't call you to go, yeah. <laughs> God said, preach healing and deliverance. And that young man did it, and you saw how profound he was. Powerful. It blows my mind because I remember when I first met him, he wanted to commit suicide, and and God said, "Minister to him," and I and then he rededicated his life to the Lord, and he had nowhere to go. And at times, he came there and sat in the hospital with me every day for about a year or two, and uh, and he wouldn't eat nothing. He said, Come on, let's go to cafeteria. Uh-uh. I'm fasting, brother John. Uh-uh. I'm fasting, brother John. He takes the Lord serious. He can he can summarize the book of, of Revelation in three minutes. Any book you can okay. with. We got to get ready for broad talk chat text. We'll see y'all in ten minutes. God bless y'all.